Welcome to another episode of the Principal Liner Notes. This is Sean Gaylord, and I welcome you to the 80th episode of this podcast. It is hard to believe that we have traveled on this road in the podcast through 80 episodes, and I am grateful for you tuning in. For this particular episode, we are going to give another nod to the Allman Brothers Band. If you listen to the last episode, I took a visit to Macon, Georgia, and went to the Allman Brothers Band Big House Museum, and then I also visited the band's gravesite at Rose Hill Cemetery. And, you know, sometimes, uh, like uh, in, in, in many things, uh, music, uh, I get into a little bit of a niche or a little bit of a, a listening groove. And I have been listening to a lot of Allman Brothers Band music before uh, the visit to Macon, during the visit to Macon, and now after the, the visit to Macon. I know that many of you consider me to be a somewhat of a Beatles aficionado, and I am, and still, and I know in, in previous episodes, I may have uh, circled around the Beatles myth uh, maybe a little too much. No, actually not enough, but uh, there are other bands besides uh, the Beatles, and uh, now we are focusing on the Allman Brothers Band. So in this episode, we will uh, circle around the great 1973 instrumental written by Dickie Betts, the song Jessica. And we're going to connect that to Strengths in the Schoolhouse, Teacher Appreciation Week, and National School Principals Day, which today is National School Principals Day, May the 1st, as I am recording this episode. And this also marks the first day of Teacher Appreciation Week. And I salute all principals on all levels, past, present, and future principals. I am grateful for the positive impact that you have made in the schoolhouse. And this episode is for you. And I also applaud and salute all educators, all teachers on this important week. A day out of the year, a week out of the year does not even capture the surface of the appreciation that all principals and teachers deserve. And I hope that this particular episode serves as an entry point to you, the listener, for appreciation for you if you are a principal or a teacher, or if you are not a principal or teacher and you're listening to this podcast, I hope that this episode also serves as an entry point for you to express your gratitude to those folks that are making it happen every single day for kids and changing the world every single day for kids. Welcome to the Principal Liner Notes podcast. Stay tuned for more on our feature on Jessica by the Allman Brothers Band. If you are listening to this particular episode of the Principal Liner Notes podcast, it is highly recommended that you drop everything that you are doing and go play Jessica by the Allman Brothers Band. 
You can either find that on the streaming platform of your choice, whether it is Apple Music or Spotify or Pandora. You can also track down uh, Jessica on any one of the myriad of Almond Brothers' greatest hits album. It is considered to be one of their most famous songs, and you can find it on just about any Almond Brothers band compilation. You can also track down the actual vinyl copy of Brothers and Sisters, the 1973 album, which served as a popular breakthrough for the band. Uh, the band. Uh, carried on uh, in the wake of the, the deaths of two of its original members, Dwayne Allman and Barry Oakley, and they added two new members to the band, Chuck Lavelle on piano and Lamar Williams on bass. And the album Brothers and Sisters is, is really famous for the song Jessica and also the big radio hit Ramblin' Man. I know that you all know both of those songs, but again, it is highly recommended that you drop everything right now and stop what you are doing and listen to Jessica. I'll take a little bit of a pause now in this podcast so that you can you can hear the song in all of its seven-minute glory and we'll go from there. There will also be a Spotify version of this podcast and you'll be able to hear the song in the Spotify version uh, of, of Jessica. If not, that's okay. Just go out and, uh, and, and, and track it down. So I'll take a little bit of a pause right now and we'll pretend that seven minutes have transpired and you have just finished listening to Jessica on the count of three. One, two, three. And that was Jessica by the Allman Brothers Band off their Brothers and Sisters album, featuring the guitar work of Dickie Betts, who is the song's composer. And wasn't that piano solo, that jaunty piano solo by Chuck Lavelle, did that just not get you up and moving and grooving and dancing? It is very hard to sit still when you listen to Jessica. And in fact, uh, the, the concept of not sitting still plays as part of the inspiration in the formation of Jessica. Dickie Betts, who, as I mentioned just a moment ago, is the song's composer and plays lead guitar throughout the song. Uh, when he formed the song, he was he basically started it off as, as an experiment and he was playing around with the two-finger fret guitar playing style of Django Reinhardt. Django Reinhardt, very famous jazz guitarist from the 20s and 30s and, and, and 40s, but mainly 30s was his, was, was his heyday, and he's considered to be one of the great guitarists of, of all time, uh, had a very unique uh, jazzy style, and he, there's kind of two periods in, in Django Reinhardt. Uh, pre um, Django Reinhardt, before before his uh, before his fingers were, were were burned, and then he had to kind of relearn uh, to play the guitar, basically on the fret with two fingers. And Dickie Betts was experimenting with that two finger style, and he uh, in the band was was known for writing 
instrumentals and he was attempting to come up with a new instrumental for their their forthcoming album and and he was struggling with that a little bit uh it, it is a very difficult style to to master and he was uh in his home on his farm in in Georgia and his infant daughter Jessica came crawling into the room smiling she was with her daddy and being being an infant being free and an expression free without restraint she was crawling around smiling and bouncing and that warmed Dickie Betts's heart and he began to play his guitar to her energy uh, as she was crawling and smiling about the room and he kept trying to kind of capture that in in his style of of guitar playing he was trying to capture that energy in in the music in in the moment and he had said that when he writes instrumentals he always tries to capture an image he tries to have an image in his mind that he wants to emote through through the music and he had cracked the code here was the image that he was experiencing of his daughter playing and he finished composing the song with the other members uh, of the band in fact he was so excited when he cracked the code of of the song that he got in his truck and he drove to each band member's house to share with them this new comp- composition and they recorded the song the Allman Brothers and it became a a classic rock staple it wasn't necessarily an immediate hit when they released it as a single but it is one of the true highlights of of the band's history if not the highlight of the brothers and sisters album i remember first hearing it as a teenager on my classic rock station rock 92 and this was in the the mid to late 80s or roundabouts uh when classic rock radio was really gaining traction and really gaining ground and and i was very much in tune with that and and Jessica again it's uh, the Wall, the Wall Street Journal actually did an article about it in 2006 and and they called the the song or they labeled the song as a true national heirloom i mean what a what a great uh description of that song uh if you've seen the film field of dreams uh, the song is used to great effect uh in there uh if you are a fan of the bbc a television show Top Gear the song Jessica serves as as the the television show's theme song and and there's just so many beautiful things going on in that song the band is in the groove you've got this beautiful guitar solo just bouncing throughout the the tune from Dickie Betts and then that middle part where Chuck Lavelle's piano solo again it just sounds like something out of uh the oeuvre of Vince Guaraldi Vince Guaraldi of course the great jazz pianist who scored all of the Charlie Brown uh television uh, shows in the in the 60s and 70s and and again the song Jessica when you think about that image a father creating this song inspired by the the joyful energy of his daughter i mean you hear love all over that song and and being a proud girl dad myself and and thinking about that unique bond that a father has with his daughter the song takes on a very special meaning and purpose for me and 
Earlier this week, uh, I was fortunate in our schoolhouse to uh, help facilitate some professional development for our teachers. And I have made mention before in the podcast of the partnership and friendship that I have with Lavana Roth. Uh, she was a guest on the Principal Liner Notes a couple of months ago, and that was the episode in which she and I had a conversation at uh, my my kitchen table. And Lavana, again, if you if you're not following her, please be sure to to check out her work on her Instagram or Twitter or website. She is the founder of Ignite Your Shine, uh, which is a powerful, powerful movement and and professional development platform in which we are tuning into the gifts of our students. And it has been a game changer uh, for me and a game changer for the schoolhouse that I get to serve uh, in that we have adopted the the principles of Ignite Your Shine and, and really use those as an entry point for the SEL support of our students. And Lavana was here, and we were talking about playing to the strengths. We had a lot of wonderful and rich conversations about school culture and SEL and student-centeredness and playing to the strengths of our students. And in one of our conversations, uh, when we were talking about playing to the strengths and gifts of students, it got me thinking about Jessica and how this song... Uh, was basically formed from a father playing off the the joyful gifts and strengths of his daughter, her innocence, her joy. And we have this gem of a song. More on that conversation and playing to strengths of students and kids in the schoolhouse in the next segment. As I mentioned in the earlier segment, Lavana Roth had visited our schoolhouse in Winston-Salem to do some PD for our teachers as we are working on our continued collaboration with adding Ignite Your Shine to our schoolhouse. And we've done a host of things this year to, to build the SEL of our students and faculty and staff. And Lavana's visit for this week was to demonstrate a classroom strategy where shine was being put into practice. And she went to various classrooms and we had teachers come and visit and and, and take notes. And then the following day, we had a special PLC where Lavana facilitated conversation and we debriefed on the session. It really was a great and effective way to do professional learning for our teachers. They had an opportunity to see the strategy in practice. They, they took a day to kind of take it all in and reflect. And then the following day, debrief with Lavana to share ideas and insights and ask questions and, and give feedback. And one of the activities that Lavana did, in fact, she did it throughout each of her classroom visits, is she attempted to have students, and it wasn't attempt, it happened. Uh, she had the students basically call out 
their strengths. And it gave Lavana and the student an opportunity to have an awareness and recognition of a specific strength on the student. And I thought it was so powerful for our students to have that opportunity to, to take a moment in the, the mania of the day. And again, this, this is all grade levels that, that can do this. And, and to simply pause and reflect and to take the time to see the value within yourself and then to share that with, with others. It was very powerful to see. And in fact, I could probably do a whole other podcast or several podcasts about that activity alone. But it got me thinking about the power within that and how sometimes, and, and I'm guilty of this, that I don't always recognize the, the student's strength or gift. Sometimes we, we hone in on data, right? And, and data has a time and, and its place. But sometimes we don't always see beyond what's on a report card or what's on a spreadsheet or what's in a, a data report, right? When we're talking about the whole child and the inherent gifts of a student. And I thought it was a powerful way for a teacher to build psychological safety within that classroom for students to call out their strengths and to share those and to be proud of those and then to build upon those and other opportunities within the course of a lesson or a unit or an activity or just simply an entry point into building a relationship for a student a student who may not always get recognized or a student who may not always get the the incentive prize for completing this task or a student who may not always get the certificate for this accomplishment. And I think that's so important to do. In fact, it's essential to do that. And then that got me thinking as, as Levon and I were, were talking, it got me thinking about the song Jessica and how literally Dickie Betts is playing to the strengths of his child. And he was able by doing that to crack the code on a song that he was struggling to compose. And we have again, what's called a true national heirloom of a song that's going to live on and on and on. Here we are talking about this song, you know, close to 50 years after its release, a song that has so much meaning for me, a song that I know has so much meaning for aficionados and fans of the Allman Brothers. But think about that. Playing to the strengths of others can serve as an entry point or a breakthrough towards great things happening. And if we did that as, as a school faculty and play to the strengths of other faculty members, and other staff members in the schoolhouse. Think about how great a school can become. Think about that life-changing work that can really take place for students if we all play to our strengths and bring that out within each other, just as Dickie Betts did in the composition of Jessica. And if you listen to that song, 
And if you listen to the musicians playing on that song, they're all playing to each other's strengths. They really are. There's that great foundation of support from the percussion, from J-Mo and Butch Trucks on drums. There's that beautiful lyrical solid bass line from Lamar Williams supporting the soloists in that song. And each member of that band really shines on that song. And I think about how we can do that as, as a schoolhouse. We can do that as a schoolhouse community, playing to the strengths and really uplifting each other. And if you do that, and if we do that more, think about the psychological safety factor of that school. Think about the psychological safety of that classroom where folks are empowered because they know that their strengths have been recognized and acknowledged and they're played to, they're elicited in some way, shape, or form. So perhaps we all need to do a little bit of Almond Brothers uh, work and take a pause and think about the strengths that we have. Take a moment to do that. Perhaps it's during this podcast or after this podcast and either write down two or three strengths or gifts that you know that you have. And it might even might even be uh, cooler if we, we do that with someone else. Perhaps that's an entry point to that faculty member that you're struggling to get along with. Or that faculty member that you know is alone or isolated or, or not highly regarded for whatever reason. And you might just want to say, hey, what are, uh, what are your strengths? What gifts do you have? I'd love to learn more about them, and I'd love to work with you and build upon those strengths or gifts. Something to consider as we work as educators to change the world every day for our kids and for each other. As I mentioned at the top of this podcast episode, today, as I record this, is National School Principals Day. And today also marks the beginning of National Teacher Appreciation Week. And a day and a week for recognition of the tremendous work that our principals and teachers do every single day above and beyond the call of duty, especially over the last few years, it's not enough. It really isn't. Appreciation is important, and it's good that we are taking the time to to pause and to send gift cards and get jeans days and, and to post things on on social media. And, and I'm grateful for any level of recognition that my fellow principals and teachers do receive. But I do think that it's important to consider what happens after Principal's Day is over. What happens after Teacher Appreciation Week is over? Do we place a checklist? next to those items that we've done it and we've sent the card and we've given the jeans day and we, we went, ran up to Starbucks and, and, and got the gift card. 
it shouldn't end um, at the end of, of today or the end of the week. Appreciation is something that, that has to flow through the DNA of a schoolhouse and outside of that schoolhouse because our principals and teachers are tireless in their efforts, are tireless in their beliefs that they are changing the world for our kids. And I think the best way to show appreciation for anyone, whether they're a principal or a teacher or aspiring principal or aspiring educator on whatever level, whatever grade, whatever tier of experience, the best way to show appreciation is by tuning into the strengths and gifts of others helping others recognize that they are of value by simply asking them, what is your strength? What is your gift? And how can we harness that strength and gift and use it to its fullest potential to impact good and positive things for a schoolhouse or an organization? And by simply taking a pause, like Lavana Roth did with our students, and had them reflect on their strengths and their gifts, and to jot those down into their memory and to have them recognize it, we've got to do the same for our teachers and our principals. So I urge you, I encourage you, I implore you, take that time and do it in a delightful and powerful or random way when someone is least expecting. Because sometimes with appreciation too, uh, we don't want it to become so rote and routine and obligatory, right? We want it to be something that is going to have the level of delight or the level of surprise. And, and with that comes the level of empowerment and connection. So do it maybe when someone is least expecting it. Uh, or perhaps do it next week, you know, maybe set the basis for it on said day or, or said week for appreciation for that principal and teacher and maybe, maybe set the stage for something later. And perhaps from there, that entry point will lead to great things. I know it will uplift and I know it will and inspire. And I'm grateful if you take me up on that particular challenge. So I celebrate all principals and I celebrate all teachers for all of the strengths and gifts that you are showing and sharing every day. And if you're listening and you need someone to perhaps help with that or someone, uh, or if you just want to have a conversation about strengths and gifts, seek me out. I'm here for you. You can reach me out on Twitter at smgaylord or on Instagram at the same at smgaylord. And I would love to have a conversation with you about strengths and gifts and how we can promote that and share in that. I'm happy to be your cheerleader and happy to be your champion for your strengths and your gifts because I know they are making a difference for others. That's it for this episode of the Principal Liner Notes podcast. Thank you so much 
for tuning in. I am grateful for you taking time out of your busy and hectic days to press play on this podcast. And I hope that this podcast was a positive and uplifting trapdoor for you. You are appreciated. You are making a difference. And I am so grateful to play in the band with you. Thanks again to the enduring musical legacy of the Allman Brothers Band. I am so grateful for the song Jessica. I am grateful for Jessica Betts, the infant Jessica Betts crawling in on guitarist Dickie Betts uh, to compose the song Jessica and to give us this gem of a song. I do recommend that you track it down, any version of Jessica be it the live version, the the many live versions or the studio versions, they are guaranteed to make your day. Also, please do not forget to share your gifts and your strengths with the world. They do matter. You matter. And your strengths and gifts are helping to make the world a better place. And the world is better for it. And the world needs your strengths and gifts. This is Sean Gaylord signing off from the Principal Liner Notes podcast for episode 80. Thank you so much for tuning in. I look forward to seeing how your strengths and gifts are going to help change the world. And as always, there's a flip side, and I hope to catch you there. Thanks again, and peace.